Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, where it's all about making the ultimate leap from your nine to five and building a business and life you love, all while doing it your way. I'm your host, Amanda Bolin. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Happy Monday, friends, or whatever day of the week it is that you are tuning in. I cannot believe that this episode is airing in the final week of January. Can you believe it? I certainly cannot. There are so many exciting things coming up this year with She Did It Her Way and what we're really doubling down on and focusing on. And I'm so, so excited for what is to come and what has already happened and transpired this year. If you are not already a member inside Elevate University, what are you doing, my friend? It is a party. And if you're not familiar with Elevate University, it is a coaching membership that is really designed to help you cultivate a mindset, to instill rituals, habits, and routines, and to get coaching on the strategy of your business. So we have weekly coaching hours, and every month there is a new training on a specific topic. But starting in February, we are adding monthly co-working hours for content creation, goal setting, and reviewing, and calendar planning. So if you are someone who you find yourself procrastinating, whether that might be on planning or creating or scheduling content or even with your calendar or you just can't find get yourself in a place to get in a habit and a routine of reviewing your goals and being accountable to them, Elevate University is holding space for you and holding space for you to come and work alongside other students in the program who are also committed to creating breakthrough results in their business, achieving their goals, getting very, very intentional about their calendar and planning, and also um, being intentional with content creation. I know that that's such a major, massive thing that a lot of people, um, I know that if you've ever been there where you know you need to create content, but you open up your app and you're like, oh my gosh, I need know I need to post something, but I haven't planned it and I don't know what to post. That's the whole reason behind adding co-working hours inside Elevate University, which is simply Simply designated time every single month where we all hop on a Zoom call and we work alongside each other to plan, create, and brainstorm um, our content for the next month. So anywho, you can learn more by heading to shedidaherway.com forward slash elevate to enroll and it is such an amazing value and I'm so excited so definitely check it out and head on over there. I'm so, so excited and I hope to see you there. So today's episode podcast is, is all about questions to ask yourself. And this was something that I recently coached on inside Elevate University. And it's really important because the questions we ask ourselves and others can influence not only the answer we receive, but based on the answer, influence the quality of our life. Because the questions that we ask ourselves, or also known as thoughts, influence the emotion and how we feel that produces an action and creates a result. And so in today's podcast episode, we are going to unpack the power of questions, how to ask high quality questions, answers to avoid with almost any and every question, the purpose of being a good listener, and how to use questions as a tool in your life and business using the Socratic method. The power of questions. Questions are really, really powerful. So you want to first become aware of the questions you are asking, not only of other people, but more importantly, of yourself. When you ask yourself questions, pay attention to them, whether you ask them out loud or you ask yourself a question in the form of a thought. This is really, really important. 
Because when you ask a question, your brain searches for the answer. It immediately starts focusing on finding an answer or a solution to the question that you asked. Your brain becomes stimulated and serotonin is released. So questions trigger a mental reflex known as instinctive elaboration. It is that when a question is posed, it takes over the brain's thought process. And when your brain is thinking about an answer to a question, it can't contemplate anything else. The questions you ask direct the focus of your thoughts and attention and therefore what you put focus on. And where your attention goes, your energy flows, results will show. The quality of your question determines the quality of your answer and, again, where you focus. So if you find yourself asking questions such as, why am I not further along in my business? Why is no one signing up to work with me? Why is my social media not growing? Your brain will seek answers to these questions. These answers, though, are not beneficial to you because they don't serve you in a way that is useful to you. To ask the question and to know the answer as to why you're not further along only keeps your focus on what is currently happening or has happened in the past, and therefore, you keep yourself stuck in the past. Instead, look at asking questions that support you in a positive way, that will create an emotion that inspires you to take action. For example, instead of asking, why is my social media not growing? Instead, you can ask, what are some ways to grow my social media? Instead of asking, why am I not further along in my business? Which, by the way, you are not alone in that thought. Our brains, who are business owners, present those thoughts to us. So you're not alone in thinking any of these thoughts, okay? I just want to share that. So instead of asking, why am I not further along in my business? You can ask, how can I grow my business in the next 30 days, right? Do you see that subtle shift in between the question and how one is focused on present problems and the one is focused on solutions. The first question keeps you stuck and exactly where you are. The second question puts your focus on the potential, the future, a solution. It also creates a different emotion inside of you and therefore you're going to take different action. Because asking the question, why am I not further along in my business is restrictive. It also creates this emotion of sadness, potentially frustration, potentially shame, guilt, because you're not further along. Whereas how can I grow my business in the next 30 days can create inspiration, excitement, fuel to move forward. And the first step in this entire process is to become aware of the questions and the thoughts that you're asking yourself. The next piece on really how to ask high quality questions, and again, using questions and asking the quote unquote right questions or high quality questions this is a tool that you can keep in your tool belt that you can use in your business and in your life and how to ask high quality questions. So when it comes to high quality questions, you want to focus on asking questions that open up the conversation and don't limit you to a yes or no answer. Keep your questions solution-based rather than expanding the current challenge or problem. So for example, let's say you're in the middle of a launch and it is day five out of 10 and no one has signed up for your offer. Instead of asking or thinking to yourself, oh gosh, why has no one signed up yet? Which is problem focused because it only reinforces why someone hasn't yet signed up. Instead, you can ask, what can I do right now to encourage people to sign up for my offer today? 
which is more, much more solution-based because it puts the focus on creating a game plan to reach a future goal. Avoid asking questions that start with why. Typically, a question that starts with why stays focused on the problem, not the solution. Why is this happening to me? Why can't I lose weight? Why isn't my business growing? Why am I not further along? Why, why, why? Okay? Instead, use how and what when asking your question. How can I do this better next time? What would I do differently? What are the ways that I can lose weight? How can I grow my business using Instagram? How can I show up right now to be the person I need to be? What can I do differently? Notice the how and the what. So those are two things that if you're being challenged to flip the switch on the question, instead of using why, focus on how you can use how and what to open up your question. Avoid the do you questions or do I feel a certain way? Because again, that leads to a response of a yes or no answer. And you want to avoid certain answers when you ask these questions. This is really, really key because if you have not practiced this tool of asking questions, and sometimes even if we can ask a really high quality question of ourselves, we can sometimes default to the answer of, I don't know, right? And especially if you haven't done something before and you're doing something new, your brain kind of freaks out because it's like, I've never done this before. So how do I know? And what we want to avoid is allowing our brain to default to the I don't know. So when you when asking yourself a question that you may not initially know the answer to, again, like I said, it's easy for your brain to want to respond with an I don't know. When you ask a question and your brain says I don't know, your subconscious mind hears that. And because it hears that, it won't be able to discover an answer because you don't know. It's very similar to the saying out loud or saying to yourself, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time. By saying or thinking you don't have enough time, you perpetually create this closed loop where you manifest the fact that you don't have enough time. Same thing goes for the I don't know. If you say I don't know, you are manifesting the answer of not knowing. And it's important to understand why you may say I don't know. And our a tendency to respond with an I don't know may be rooted in a fear of making decisions because I don't know is safer because it keeps you exactly where you are today versus venturing out into the unknown. Because when you step out and move beyond the I don't know, you're going into uncharted territory. And that is scary for your brain. But it is necessary to go into the unknown, to go into the uncharted territory, to step out of the comfort zone in order to grow, in order to be who you need to be. And the problem with I don't know is that it isn't useful for you when you're creating your dream business and your dream life. I don't know will keep you stuck and you're blocking yourself from your potential. So instead of saying I don't know, here are a few phrases that you can use. But if I did know, what would it be? This is assuming that you do know. And this is important because that small subtle shift can be the difference between staying in the safe comfort zone of, I don't know, I'm going to stay where I'm at versus, but if I did know, what would it be? The second is, I'm learning, I'm figuring this out. So instead of saying, I don't know, I'm learning, I'm figuring it out. For example, let's say you're used to asking, you know, why does this keep failing as it relates to your launches and your business? 
And you've now become aware that you're asking that question. So you switch it to, what can I do differently during my next launch to make it even better? And your brain immediately defaults to, well, I don't know. I've never done that before. Okay, then let's re-ask the question. Okay, but if I did know, what would that look like? And then pause. Wait for a response. If you still feel like you're not getting an answer, you can then instead say, you know, instead of saying, I don't know, say, I'm learning what works and what doesn't when it comes to launches. Here's what I know so far, right? Just that subtle shift is huge. It is a subtle shift, but the I am, and insert a verb, I am learning, I am figuring it out, keeps you moving forward and not stuck with a dead end of, I don't know. The next part, and I shared this in this in the previous example, is the pausing and waiting for a response. Whether you are pausing and waiting for a response from yourself, from others, from your teammates, from your, your clients, it's really important to be a good listener. I always say we have two ears and one mouth for a reason, and listening is a skill. Part of asking not only yourself but others question questions is is being a good listener. So let's talk about being a good listener specifically to yourself. Our tendency is that our brain wants an answer immediately because it loves certainty. And in the moment when things are chaotic and uncertain, it wants to grab onto anything that can allow it to create certainty. 2020 was a year of massive uncertainty. And it was quite easy, and I'll speak personally for myself, to want to find certainty in the uncertainty. And the conclusion that I came to is that I found that I could only be certain about uncertainty and practicing a detachment of letting go, which is quite opposite of what our brain wants to do. If you've ever put in an offer in a house that you didn't know if you're going to get or you have a spouse that has a potential job change, but you don't know for sure whether or not that change is going to happen for another 30 days, but once you know for sure that it'll happen, your brain is triggered to think a bunch of different things like, oh my gosh, what if it happens? We need to get out of our current lease or we need to sell our current home. We need to find another place to live. So our brain wants to find the certainty to the question we're asking. And if we're not careful, we can spin out by thinking all these thoughts that, again, that we want to find certainty, but actually cause us uncertainty. So going back to being a good listener is exercising the muscle and creating the capacity, your capacity, to sit in the unknown and sit with the uncertainty, no matter how uncomfortable it can be, in order to listen for a response from yourself. Because know that sometimes you may ask questions that you don't get an immediate answer to, and it's important to stay centered and listen and be open. The most immediate response is for us to do, 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 figure out a way, move out of the discomfort, But it can actually be extremely valuable for us to be a listener, to sit in the discomfort, and to move through it, to understand it, to listen to it, 
to get an answer that is aligned rather than defaulting because our brain is freaking the F out and wants an answer right away. So practicing and cultivating your listening skill. Now I want to talk to you about how you can use questions as a tool, like specifically in your business with your clients and your prospects. Questions are certainly a tool in your tool belt, whether they're a tool you use for you or with your clients. I've already shared how using questions in your business can personally help your growth, but let's talk a little bit more about how you can use tools with your clients and your prospects. You can use questions as a coaching tool for your team and clients. Early on in my career um, of subcontracting, which depending upon how uh, recent you found the podcast or if you've been tuning in from day one, I left corporate America in 2012 after being in corporate America for two years post-graduation to become a full-time freelance um, consultant. So I did a lot of subcontracting and a lot of the work that I did was working with team members and their leaders to help effectively coach and implement a new skill set. Specifically, um, an example is working with AT&T inside their call centers to really coach to effective quality conversations and also sales methods. As a coach, um, when I was contracting, one of the methods that I learned when it came to coaching as a skill, as a tool, is something called the Socratic method. And it is a form of asking and answering questions to stimulate critical thinking and draw out ideas. And the idea is simple to ask questions to help the other person uncover and discover an answer on their own, specifically in a coaching situation. Rather than telling your team member what they may have done wrong, instead, you use a series of questions to help them uncover. You essentially lead them to the answer. And one of the things that we teach in sales is that we all ask, like, who's the person in control in a conversation? And people will say the person asking the questions, the person answering. And really, when you think about it, the person who is asking the question directs the conversation. Just like earlier in this podcast episode, when I told you that the quality of your questions dictate and provide the direct correlation of the quality of the answers. And it's important to ask really good questions so that you can get really good answers. And that's why if the person who's asking the question is ultimately in control of the conversation because they are directing the conversation where they want it to go. And using questioning, such as the Socratic method, in a experience, whether it's with your team or a potential client, allows you to guide, let's say, your team member into a direction that you want them to go. So for example, one of the projects I worked on was teaching how to have quality conversations like I shared with customers over the phone inside of AT&T call centers. It was part sales and part conversations. Nonetheless, there was a process that we taught them about the sales and having quality conversations. After they left the training, of inside the 90 minute training that they went to they went back out on the call center floor next was working with their leaders to help them coach to coach their team to the process that we taught them during coaching this is a little meta but we coach them to use the socratic method so asking intentional questions to lead their team member to discover what he or she could have done differently rather than the leader telling the team member outright it is so easy as a leader as a business owner to tell people on your team exactly what they're doing wrong which isn't to say that we shouldn't do that but using a socratic method And asking the questions, allowing someone on your team to come up with the answers on their own 
allows the other person to discover that answer on their own, which will allow them to help remember to do it differently next time rather than simply being told. Think about your experiences. Probably the richest experience and the experiences and the things that you remember are things that you've discovered on your own or you've personally experienced. And so using the Socratic method, using intentional questioning can help your whoever you're speaking to discover the answer on their own. The other way to use this tool of questions during sales calls is with prospects and asking purposeful questions about what they're trying to accomplish. What does success look like? Why might they not have achieved their results yet? You can use questioning as a way to pull out answers, not only for you, but also for them to hear their answers as well as to what is a success? What are they struggling with? What are their challenges? What would be most helpful? And this is helpful because when you move into your recommendation phase of, let's say if you're a coach, you move into that phase and that part of the call where you want to recommend your offers, you then have solid evidence of what they shared with you that you can use as to why it would be in their best interest to work with you. Sales, most often, a little side note, I feel like most people look at sales and are like, oh my gosh, kind of uncomfortable. It might be cringy, but really sales is part of asking really good questions to uncover, to learn, to be curious about what is happening in your prospect's world. And then simply coming in and providing a recommendation based on what they told you, okay? So asking really good questions can help you get really great answers. Asking questions is a tool that you can use in your life and create and design whatever life and business you desire. This stuff is so, so powerful. For the next 24 hours of you listening, from listening to this podcast episode, I encourage you to really pay attention to the questions that you are asking yourself to bring that awareness in. And if you want to get connected into a community or you want help and coaching on this topic and many more in the strategy of your business, come join us inside Elevate University. You can learn more at shedidaherway.com forward slash elevate. I would love for you to tag us on Instagram and share your biggest takeaway from today's episode. And until next time, keep doing it your way. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head on over to shedidaherway.com where you can access the entire vault of She Did It Her Way podcast episodes. And you can also access free trainings and resources all about how to make the ultimate leap from your nine to five. And if you enjoyed today's podcast episode, I would be so grateful if you headed on over to iTunes and left a review letting me know what you love about the She Did It Her Way podcast. Until next time, keep doing it your way.